Hi everyone and welcome back to Life of Lala podcast. It is nice to be back on my original podcasting platform. Um, so this podcasting is just kind of pretty much be my next episode after the one year of me podcasting and man, life is a fucking trip. Like I... A year ago, I was staying in a roommate living situation um, for the first time in a while. Um, I was two years ago going to school during this time. Um, Three years ago today, going to school, still school day. Um, All to this day in my adult life. I'm an adult now. Like That sometimes does not really click in my head that I'm an adult. But for sure, being an adult comes with its fair share of trickiness and just trying to be a good human at the end of it all is what I want to is what I want to be known for, you know. Um, So, as you know, I pretty much was a living life off of my uh, off of my quitting my job and getting unemployment and get doing basically doing me um my unemployment had crashed from beneath my feet and it made me really sad it made me really depressed and I felt like damn I don't have anything for myself that is going to be able to pay my bills and my lifestyle and I'm not saying like I'm I'm the type of girl who definitely likes to splurge and and I, my life, what I'm doing right now, I can't afford that type of lifestyle. And I'm the type of person that likes to buy things and get things and see things that she likes and wants to get it. And I was not living that lifestyle. And that's the type of person I am, you know? Um, so when my money collapsed from underneath me, I started to feel like, damn, how am I going to make money? How am I going to get money? Like, how am I going to pay my rent? I started feeling guilty. I started feeling fear. I started feeling ashamed. I started feeling like everybody was telling me, oh, you know, you're doing good. You're doing great in life. You're doing it. You're doing it. You're doing it. And you're just and in your heart, you're like, I'm not doing it, but I'm doing something, but I'm not doing that, you know, Um, but I count my blessings. You know, I'm, I'm still living in my apartment. I'm still stable and I'm still safe, you know, but fear, if there's one thing I've learned about fear this year and these past couple of months is that if you really think about it your fears are things that have yet to even happen or never to happen and a lot of the times your fear rarely comes to life and and however much energy you put into your fear is what your fear is going to give back to you and that's happened more often than not like i often i notice that when i fear for my safety something happens that makes me feel fearful of my safety um Or if I fear like somebody's the way that they are, they become the way that they are. And I was fearing like my money, not having enough money, not being able to pay rent. I was fearing not being safe in my own apartment. I was fearing a lot of stuff and um, things like started coming true, like started happening. Like the other day I had one on a run. I came back. I would go on runs in all black and just so that people won't know I'm a female and so I go on my runs like that I came back and for some reason today I wanted to sweep my porch because the day before it blew all these leaves into my porch and so I decided to grab my broom and go ahead and go at it and 
this guy like pulls up out of the fucking blue i don't even know who the fuck he was but he was this white guy in this kia and he pulls up and he's honking and stuff like that and i'm thinking he's honking for like an uber or like some type of like service or something i did not know he was honking at me like i had no fucking clue and so i continue sweeping i'm listening to j cole um for your eyes only album just literally sweeping my mind and my business and he then gets out of his car and that's when i noticed him and i pulled out my earphones because he looked like he was you know standing towards my direction standing pointing towards me you know what i'm saying so i looked at him pulled off my earphone and i was like what and then he was like he was like get out of there that's not your house you don't belong there blah 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 and i'm like I, i told him i was like i live here and he was like, no, you don't. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to argue with the stranger about where I live. So I'm just going to put my earphones back on and mind my motherfucking business. So I put my earphones back on and I continue sweeping. And then I literally turn around and he's behind, not behind me, behind me, but he's behind me. Um, and to where he's not in front of me, to the side of me, he's behind me. I had to turn around. And he, I took off my earphone and I was like, what the fuck? And he was like, you don't live here. Get out of here. And I remember that I had my um, taser in my pocket and I pulled it out and I said, rat nigga. I was like, you really want to keep fucking playing with me? You really want to fucking do this shit? And then he seen it and he jumped when I had lit my taser. He jumped and then he started making his way to his car and I started chasing after him. And I literally got him into his car and he drove off really fast because he's all scary. Wasn't about that life. Um, and drove off. And I was really going to tase that nigga. Like, don't fuck with me. I'm going to tase you, bitch. Um, so, yeah. He that happened and i felt like that only happened because i was so fearful of my safety here you know and it's like it wasn't even the people that i was really fearing about i was it was somebody the fuck else you know what i'm saying and i felt like the only reason why that happened to me was because i gave that fear so much attention that it literally projected itself out into my environment and literally came at me through my environment literally every your reality everything you think and tell yourself is your reality like really start telling yourself something fucking different for real for real um so yeah fear is literally just like a disappointment of something that's not being fulfilled and and that's just the truth of it i feel like i think i had it in my notes right here my phone i said fear is nothing but a disappointment disappointed yearning for fulfillment And that's very true. Like my fear was I wanted to feel I wanted to fulfill feeling safe. I wanted to fulfill being able to pay my bills. I wanted to fulfill having money in my pocket. I wanted to fulfill that feeling of not feeling like I was going to go broke or not have this or that, you know. And when that feel fulfillment was not allocated, I did not reach it. I became fearful of it. I started to feel fearful and guilty and ashamed, you know, and those just created a whole whirlwind. A whirlwind of emotions and so i ask you this definitely go back and just sit down breathe in and out deeply for f- like five times and then just blurt out what your what your fears are tell yourself that you love yourself and that they are just fears that they have not happened that they will not happen they are not going to happen it is not going to happen like that it is not it's just something you're creating in your head you're overthinking it and you need to calm down and know that you are loved you are safe and you're going to be okay um so yeah my fears have got into my head and i it put me down it put me deep down like deep you know i started getting up later on i went from waking up at four in the morning to waking up at seven to uh you know not eating to not really caring if i even had food like all sorts of shit and so 
you got to be careful about what you're really giving your energy to because that was an unnecessary waste of time but it led me to finding i actually finally getting the help that i needed to be able to pay my bills and it took a while like i had to keep calling and keep calling and then i got a couple of no's in my face because i was fearful of them saying no and so then i got some good news and i got some help and then i got a couple of good calls after that and then after that i was like you know what I need a job. You know, I need a job. I do not want to spend the rest of my life working underneath someone and making them money, but I do want to at least have make some type of money my damn self, you know? Like I'm not my hottie hair food business is doing great. It is booming, it's going great, but I need a job to definitely supply that business if it's going to keep going. So, um yeah, that pretty much was that. Um after the fact i started to just feel like um a little bit of a disconnect between me and my relationship because he's at a west point and he's in a totally new environment he's around totally different people and they seem to be a bunch of hotheads even though they're cool and they're you know they sound cool they sound very outgoing they sound very sure of themselves and everything else they can be very egotistical very prideful and very rude like they say things to mark that made me feel like it was bullying you know like one of his roommates is just always in a bitter ass mood and like it it bugs me you know and it bugs him i know it does you know and so um the other day we was, i was talking and i was just trying to focus on a conversation and he said something like he was like he was like um he was like no goddamn it fucking stop saying that fucking stop like said it aggressively and i was like whoa like that felt like crazy like disorder type shit there like you okay and he was like yeah i'm just i saw a problem and i want to correct it and i was like whoa like (laughs) whoa buddy slow down a little fucking second here bring that shit back what um he saw he identified within himself something that he didn't like and immediately just like that with those words um i saw something that i didn't like and i want to correct it and not to say that he threw that right into his shadow (laughs) he literally literally threw that into his shadow and now his shadow has more baggage on his shoulders more things that he has to avoid saying more things that he has to avoid doing more things that are not acceptable in his world more things that he'll never be he'll never accept or be okay with and never give attention to you know what i'm saying um and i felt like i feel like i'm a very mature person i expect and want my the person who loves me to match me in a way with my maturity and how I choose to talk about things and how I see them you know like I feel like definitely being with somebody for this long it matters if they like what you like if they don't like what you like if they do like the music you listen to you don't like the music you listen to like my boyfriend's music at first I was kind of like eh but he actually knows a lot of good oldies and like that was good you know that's music I can identify with but I can identify with some of his like more uh rock star type shit unless it's really good and it actually catches me but what he really likes I really can't identify with um he it matters if you if your significant other likes what you like because nine times out of ten some of the things that you like they don't like like um or maybe five times out of ten you know half and half it can either go or they do like it or they don't and me and my boyfriend are very picky very not very picky but very um 
we like what we like and we kind of don't like what we don't like at first you know what i'm saying like i won't like something and he'll always be like oh you know just try it you don't know until you try it and but when it comes to him and telling him to try shit he takes it so fucking differently like he'll bug and bug and bug me fucking ruthlessly to do something or try something and when it comes to me asking him to try something he won't want to try it at first unless it's some type of food but like when it comes to things that you need to do for yourself psychologically which that's more of the person that i am he doesn't really focus on doing them or at least give it the attention and time and he doesn't even give my podcast attention and time which that bugs me because i feel like with everything that he wants to do and everything that he's interested in i've had to watch numerous amount of videos listen to numerous amount of things see a lot of numerous amounts of pictures and videos and shits that he's in and he talks about it or he explains it and he intricately explains it and stuff like that but when it comes to whatever the fuck i want him to do it's like oh well i'll try i'll try it i'll try it you know um so that's one thing that I was just kind of like, eh, this is kind of getting annoying, you know? I feel like oh, more than ever, why he's in an entirely different environment that can definitely take a very big toll on his young, influential mind. He should work towards balancing himself, paying more attention to how he feels, because as you can tell, it's helped me so much. And I'm not a hippie. I'm not somebody who identifies as a hippie. I'm not going to go drive around in some fucking Scooby-Doo van with my friends in bell bottoms and fucking sandals. I am just i just dress the way i do i'm not happy i don't even see words like that like a bad thing but hell i mean i mean i would be hippie if i fucking could i, I mean i i may be anyways i don't fucking care you know what i'm saying i go back and forth with myself but still like i'm not trying to say oh my god this is what you gotta do bro like no just for real pay attention to your emotions and where they're coming from like a lot of the time i'll stand there and be like why am i thinking like this okay i'm thinking like this because blank i feel like this because blank that feeling is coming from blank because of blank and that's why blank you know what i'm saying like i'm trying to feel in the blanks of why and what i feel for an example i was a recent situation with my aunt occurred just yesterday um she i had sent her um like basically my job descriptions that I put down in a format as of, of a job that I had applied for. And I sent it to her and I was like, hey, these are the jobs that I listed on my resume. Um, this is like the job functions of them just for reference, if you don't mind picking one so you could be a reference or whatever so we can get it like get our story situated a little bit. You know, my aunt did not. She completely avoided the question and was just like, you do not need to put all that on your resume. You're, you're doing that's too much. Whoa, like, you know, she did not say those specific words, but that's how I kind of read her message kind of off. Like, you know, like that's a little too much. You should never put all that. It's too too many words and stuff like that, you know, and I had literally just spent four hours working on my resume and i was like damn i literally i kid you fucking not i promise on everything i love i literally sat down and relaxed and she sends me that text and i was like oh my gosh um and let me see what else i said to that before i even get in i hate when i'm trying to remember a conversation off the back of my mind because it never i don't want to give out wrong information you know um so i was like i put you down as a reference when you get a chance can you look at one of the jobs that i listed as experience and tell me which one you'd like to be a reference for question mark question mark question mark she said first of all you should never put too much extensive shit on your resume that is a no-no 
I was just about to send you some info on cover letters and interviewing. Second, your resume is busy as fuck. HRs like to scan resume for keywords. You can't go into the job market like that. And they will ask you intricate details on an interview. They might ask you to take a test or perform something on the spot. I'm just saying. I was just about to listen to your messages. What was... What, what did they say? I sent her a bunch of voice messages, but then I took them back because I felt like I was overreacting. But I, what she did, said to me made me upset. And I felt like the reason why it made me upset was because I had literally just spent four hours working on it. And I just feel like I'm trying. And sometimes I need information told to me a certainly different way. Um, and so I told her, I was like, you know, I'm, I just said that I'm getting as prepared as I possibly as prepared as I possibly can and that wasn't my resume she said okay and I said but I I I get the um doing too much on my resume um plus you didn't answer my question and I feel like you could have reworded what you said and she said what question and she said I look at you as one of my own so I will always keep it a buck sugarcoating is not in my DNA and I was like great but like you know you did not answer my damn question and I said, I'm learning the interview questions and doing my research on a lot of things right now. My question was, which one of the jobs listed above would you like to be a reference to? Which one resonates re resonates with you with you more? And I said, no, don't sugarcoat. But there's a time to say something, and there's a time you could say before a better time and not add to someone's stress. LOL. And she said, I just took a seminar on interviewing covered letters and resumes this past Thursday just because. So I have information to give you. I'm not trying to add to your stress. I just want you to go out there with the right foundation. And I feel like she wants me to go out with the right foundation, but didn't even tell me what the right foundation could or may look like or should be. She just told me that I had too much on my resume, you know? And I was like, that's not even the question I was asking. And that's something that could completely could have waited after, like you answered the question or, or could have just waited in general, because if you weren't going to give me the information that I needed to actually make my resume cut clear or cut, or anything like that or help me literally hands on help me but then, then don't 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 say nothing like that like just be like well your resume has one just cut your cut the paragraphs from your resume cut them as much as you can um and uh she could have been like um and you know take some things out and don't make it too crazy you know or something you know like i don't know just something better but as you could tell i'm not even i can't even really put like, I can't really even say what I want her to say. And that's why what I felt was kind of a useless emotion. Um, I just was upset at the time for some reason. I just kind of got a, not really up mad and like, oh, my God, I fucking like, no, I just kind of was like, oh, like it literally made me feel delirious. I literally felt tired. I literally was like, oh, my God, I just spent hours. And before prior to this whole event, I had asked her for help on her resume to see how it was structured and everything else like that and she was like well my resume is three pages long and she was like oh you could try one of my daughters and then i asked her daughters and they told me no and i'm like okay so who the fuck's gonna help me like fuck like i'm trying to ask for help like goddamn um so as you can see she helps when you're not asking for that type of like she just she doesn't help help you know and then she was like, I, she was like, hmm, I was like, hmm, okay. And then she said, I don't know if you, how serious of a matter it is. And, um, she was like, if you go into a job without the truth, there are legal repercussions that can happen if something goes wrong. Um, if you're, or if you're not a good fit and try to take action against the employer, it does not matter what position that you're applying for. 
Um, she said, but you just can't lie to get into the door. They will ask questions. They will make phone calls. They will check credentials. And that's why I was like telling her, I was like, okay, well, if they're going to make phone calls and check credentials and shit like that, well, at least my phone calls will take them to the right people that actually can speak on behalf of me. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody like my auntie who has all this experience and background in HR and recruiting and shit like that. Um, but she was like, okay, do what you got to do. You're not understanding, so I'm not going to go back and forth. And then um, just we just kind of got into it. And then I told her, you know, like we sometimes we get too passionate about how we feel. And I definitely was feeling passionate. I know you were, too. And that we need to chill out and, you know, definitely reach a solid understanding so that we won't feel like we both of us can feel like we're understood in the matter. You know, Um, um, she was like, um, I was not trying to be negative. My instinct kicked in when I had seen that resume to protect you. I'm not trying to throw my intellect in anyone's face. I was just trying to point out that I'm extremely experienced and have seen a lot of that a lot in the workforce. And I'm like, okay, well, if you seen all that, fucking help me. Instead of being like, oh, well, your resume is too much and there's too much on it. You could have been, you could have told me what to cut, what keywords to put, what am I applying for? anything like that but instead you chose to just say that like come on that's that got the reaction that it deserved for me because I was just kind of like okay well you have all this help and you're not you have all this information about all that shit and you're not clearly helping me figure it out but she sent me like some stuff um to print out or whatever to look at like um slides and stuff to look at and print out um that were kind of like basic stuff like she has so much more information and she did not want to share it and i was kind of like like okay like that was rude um so yeah and then she told me that she didn't want to be referenced on my my resume and i was like why like why you are like the perfect person to represent me and you're telling me no like that's how you want to act and that's how you want to be like you really want to sit here and be like no like that's really fucked up and like personally i don't know how disrespectful that whole conversation was for her but it definitely was not that deep for me like at all like i still looked at her in emails and i still looked at the information she gave me you know um so then i messaged her today and i was like hey you know i was i wanted to provide some more insight on why i really wanted you to be a reference on my referrals because i do know that you know a lot of information in business and stuff like that and you would be a perfect to talk to a recruiter because you're you were a recruiter yourself or some shit like that and she did she just left me on red i told her i loved her yesterday too and she left me on red and i was like okay well bitch that's dry coochie energy and like that's rude as fuck and i don't know what the fuck i did to step on your toes so hard or to make you feel like that but it made me upset you know and i still feel upset and kind of hurt because i'm just kind of like you look like you don't freaking you don't say shit crystal clear either okay and 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 sometimes it could be hurting people that you don't even know it's hurting you know what i'm saying it could be some type of way and the reaction could come out okay um so yeah that was just uh a past event that happened to me where i had to step back and evaluate why i was really upset about it and just to just give it to the universe like right now universe that is your problem and if if it's supposed to if it's supposed to mend it'll mend and if it's not it's not but personally i am hurt from this so i'm going to step to step a little differently about it you know what i'm saying um 
but that just goes to show and i personally feel like my aunt is a really nice person and she can be very wholeheartedly but that showed me that she's not genuinely happy for no fucking body like like for me like you're not genuinely happy for me because you're doing that to me and that's what that's what it gave off to me and once i peeped that i'm like i'm cool you know like i try and if i was wrong y'all i mean if i know for one i was wrong about a lot of things that i said in that instance but i am i'm i i accept myself and i forgive myself for that i forgive myself for not having all the communicative skills to literally not put my emotions in some things and you know take them out of some things you know what i'm saying i forgive myself for not being just quite there yet but i do forgive myself for that and if she doesn't forgive me well i forgive myself and and i'm okay with myself and i love myself you know so yeah um definitely take into account how you feel why you feel it and make it make sense you know make it make sense um that's what i've been learning on my journey in life is just to make it make sense and you know i definitely buffed out my motherfucking resume like a motherfucker yes i did ma'am but i did it because i want a good job and i don't want to go through thousands of bad jobs and going to school just to get a simple ass job like the job that i'm applying for is a simple ass job like it's not simple simple dimple but it's 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 i could get it without a fucking degree you know what i'm saying i could be perfectly fine at the job without a degree all i need is some background on what it is what i have to do what i can expect i'm going to be doing and plus they'll teach you they'll give you hands-on teaching and training and if they don't well then don't work for that company you know but they'll give you they'll help you they're not going to just be like oh well come freaking throw me a powerpoint on right now like unless you really lied to that point then they'll say some shit to you but i didn't i lied a little bit make my resume look a little good and then i went ahead and applied for a basic ass job (laughs) like a basic job that at least pays more than your average 12 dollars per hour you know what i'm saying so that's what i'm doing um but yeah i was upset about the the whole situation my aunt and i could have done better and i could have said better and i could have just held how i felt in myself and just came back to it later but i did say what i said and i let me know what you think um right now why you're listening to this how do you feel about that how do you feel hearing it like do you feel like i should have just bit my tongue or do you feel like i should have said something or do you feel like you know like do you feel like it was right that i was frustrated that she wasn't answering my question but yet judging my entire thing and then she came back and was like you know well i love i care about you and your family so yeah blah 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 blah. i'm like okay well you're not helping me because you're just telling me what's wrong and you're not telling me how to fix it and so therefore it's just adding unnecessary stress to somebody's plate i'm sure you can understand especially working in an hr position or working in jobs like that somebody tells you something and you don't have all the information for it and so you don't really know how to fix the problem but yet you know it's a problem and now you don't know how to fix it and now you're stressed out and frustrated because now you don't know what the fuck to do well yeah that's pretty much where i was coming from i felt like i would i just spent about four hours on my freaking resume feeling like i did something and then somebody else comes back and be like oh nope you did wrong and it's like oh so help me like you know but then they're like they're not they're not gonna help you because you know what they don't think they want to right now and you're just like okay so what was the point like what was the point and then they give you some a bit of information that you already had that's not 
genuine good information for you or at least actual helpful information if you know how to rock a fucking resume and you know how to rock an interview and you know how to rock that type of shit and rock people's world you should if your family and you want to help and protect your family well that's some information that you should drop on a freaking good family member of yours especially someone that you know is trying their hardest to get a good job um even so i would still be like you know bitch if you had a job and you're inspiring me to feel like i don't have to put my 12 yards in and all i had to do was put six in to get through the dough you know what i'm saying and i'm proving them i'm gonna prove her wrong like i told myself i was stressed out about it yesterday i was starting to feel guilty i was starting to feel like i should you know i hope they don't call me i hope they don't look at my resume i hope they don't know popped it up but my shit is popping up because my resume is good like it might not be clean cut and it might have a lot of extra ass words in it but like it's still good like i mean i tried my best and they get the point of what i did and it shits like they know that i was doing payroll systems and account management and fucking teams and stuff like that i was doing stuff like they know that you know so yeah y'all let me know what y'all think about that one um but that's pretty much what i've been doing these past couple of days i've been really reading more about my root chakra and not my root chakra but all my chakras reading more about them learning more about them um and my meditations like i said i'll sit there and i'll just i'll blurt my fears or my guilt or what i'm ashamed of or what i'm i'm sad about or what hurts me you know i'll blurt them out and i'll feel how i feel about it i'll tell myself i'm okay forgive myself hug myself and i'll continue to breathe and then i'll go on about my day and i'll feel better like i feel more loved by myself you know so that is just something to think of um I'm going to cut this podcast short and just keep it clean cut. Definitely invest in Hottie Hair Foods. Um, I'm going to definitely address what it's about before I even cut this off. Actually, this is a great opportunity to go into that. So Hottie Hair Foods is basically just hair food, like like a mask that you would put in your hair or something you would leave in your hair to go or something you would use while you're braiding your hair or something you would use before you braid your hair something you would use before you braid your hair overnight something to leave in over your hair overnight you know what i'm saying it's it's just basically very good oils like the good type oils um like the black castor oil the um chebe oil the rice water like amla oil like i use like good oils you know not the basic ones you get from the beauty supply stores like these are ordered off of amazon ordered and costed a lot of money to get um so i would mix that into a bowl but um i wanted to i needed something to keep the consistency like i want the consistency to be like a melting consistency and so that's what i'm working with right now is melt is it coming out solidish, but once it's on your hand it melts and i got that down but not all the way down right now it still works though because when i was using it it was really creamy and it was just falling down my hand like water because it was basically just dipping my hand in water and oil like because it was rice water and oil literally it was just rice water and oil what oil and i was using that to style my hair with um and then i built it and i started putting in nightly masks and actually started trying to take care of my hair and my hair grew like a good amount like literally a really good amount really good amount um down my back like before i started using that my hair was touching the a little bit past my shoulder you know a little bit but not as much hair as i have today that shit works i don't care what nobody fucking says um it don't stink it don't smell bad it just smells like a bunch of oils 
um mostly a certain oil though like you'll mostly smell like a peppermint smell or like a lemon smell or like a yang smell like you'll smell a certain type of smell um everything in there's natural ingredients everything in there is pretty cool like everything in there's good ingredients it's nothing bad for your hair um and a lot of people ask me how to use them um what i like i just said i use them as a mask i use it as like leave-in i would literally put a little bit in my hand rub it around my hand and then just put it in my hair a little bit not too heavy but just enough to get it in there and then you know wipe it off and then go through again with my dry cleaned non-oily hands and just go back through and then you'll see your hands are oily again use that shit as lotion wrap that shit around your hands and go on about your day you know what i'm saying um you can leave it in as a hair mask so you can come out of the shower leave your hair damp put it in your hair while it's damp Put a hair mask, I mean, put a hair shower cap over your head. Um, put your bonnet, put your, your whatever, you tie your hair with that night up. Tie it, go to sleep, wake up in the morning, take a shower, wash it out. Put some, put some little bit more in your hair for leave-in. Uh, or put some rice water in your hair. Like, you could do a lot of different shit with it. It's not a really specific type of product. But when I do start creating more products later on in life, I'm going to start putting, you know, how-tos and how to use and stuff like that. I feel like that would have definitely been more informational for my customers. Um... So, yeah, the rice water is rice water. So if, if rice water is powdery, it's most likely by itself rice water will leave your hair dry. But my rice water, I actually infused and added oil so that it will actually always keep your hair moisturized and at least keep it moisturized more harder than the rice water just by itself. Um, so I'm the jars are just they're pretty hefty jars. They're eight ounces of hair material. They're jars, glass jars, and they go for $18. $18, and that's not even half of what I pay for my products, but it is going for $18. Glass jar, it's a beautiful glass jar. I love the jar. Um, and then the rice water bottle comes, it, it comes sold separately, $3. Um, my first couple of clients got the rice water bottles for free, but now I'm selling them for $3. So the jar is $18 of eight ounce of hair, hotty hair food. And then we have the spray bottle that is three. It's a, a short spray bottle. I don't know how much the, ex I forgot what the exact measurement on it is, but it's $3 rice water and oil um, that you can use for your hair. And yeah, the brand's gonna keep building itself from here. I'm eventually gonna start selling bonnets and scarves and shit like that to really take care of your hair. Maybe pins and stuff like that. Like I see a lot of cute pins sometimes. Like I have one I love so much that says magic. I'm probably gonna get black girl magic, shit like that. I'm gonna just start reselling shit and you know, building my brand up from there. So definitely tap in with me if you haven't purchased your jar of hottie hair food. I want all of my friends and closest people to try it. Um, I do deliver and I do ship and I do um I do allow pickups too. Um so yeah, just help me please build my Bakersfield business. Please recommend somebody in your family who you know has like split ends, very dry hair, you know, um, chemically damaged hair, uh, heat damaged hair, short hair, frizzy hair, thick, non-soft hair, anything. Like it fixes a lot of different problems. Anybody who has hair thinning, bald patches, shit like that, hit me up and get you a a jar of hottie hair foods i promise you're not gonna regret it okay so i'm going to go ahead and end this podcast i just want to say thank you for listening thank you for tapping in with on another episode of life of lala and i'll catch you in the next one